Hey, you guys, what is going on? Welcome to The Camera Ads 10 Pounds. That's right. It's a great title. I know. I'm the fucking one that came up with it. Um, do me a favor, you guys. Actually, don't do me a favor. Just do it because you want to. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, stop right now. Or don't stop. Just leave a review for this podcast. I would appreciate it. It helps me in the algorithm. I can't explain algorithms. Just know that it helps me. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you want to help me. Um, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Performa.com. Performa. They have all of your fitness accessory needs. And since this is a health and fitness themed podcast, you guys are into that sort of thing. They got shaker cups. They've got meal prep bags, meal prep containers, which I use on the regular because it helps. They've got workout towels, wrist straps, wrist wraps, pill containers, everything you need accessory-wise for your fitness needs, they have. they got superheroes. They've got Game of Thrones now. They've got Greek mythology. They've got Power Rangers, all the MLB teams like the Dodgers. You're welcome. Anyway, um, I love them. You love them. Go to Performa.com. Enter the promo code 10POUNDS. That's the word 10, the word pounds, and you will save 15% on your order. Tell them Peter sent you. And as always, this podcast is also brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. I'm 42, you guys. I'm no spring chicken, but I feel like a spring chicken, minus my back pain. That's a whole other thing. But um, if, buck, if Bucked Up came up with a fucking supplement to help my back pain, dude, we'd be, I, I'd, I'd marry them. If that was possible, although they're from Utah, so maybe we could still do it. I don't know. Anyway, um, they've got all of your fitness supplement needs. So any kind of vitamins you need, any workout enhancers, pre-workout, intra-workout, post-workout, protein, creatine, glutamine, multivitamins, prenatal supplements that are safe for women that are pregnant. Yeah, they have a line of that too. They've got some good clothes. Um, I love their products, you guys. I take a lot of them. I keep trying to tell people, if you want to fucking feel good and, and get good results from your workouts, try some bucked up supplements, man. My favorite right now, I'll, I'll be honest, this is just me personally. I'm currently taking their pre-workout that's titled Woke as fuck but but it says on the on the label it says woke af we all know what af stands for and uh it's called uh welcome to miami and it's my favorite flavor of all the flavors all their flavors taste delicious um but i like welcome to miami uh woke as fuck so i'm sorry bamf <laughs> I, I i totally got you all wrong it's Banff, which is badass motherfucker. I just fucked up this whole thing. Anyway, go to buckedup.com, enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the number 10 and the word pounds, and you guys will save 20% off your order. All right, you guys, we did it. Are you guys ready? We did it. Uh, what? Uh huh. Yeah. You know what this means? Why are we listening to this song? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh, we made it, you guys. Uh-huh. This yeah. is episode uh, 100 yeah. of the camera at 10 what pounds. Wanna what? Wanna be what? Shot callers, brawlers. 
Cool be dipping in the bands with the spoilers On the low from the Jake and the Taurus Trying to get my hands on some grants like Horace yeah, Horace Grant, deal. great reference Spaghetti, fettuccine and veal But still, what? Things real in the field And what you can't have now, leave in your will But don't knock me for trying to bury Seven zeros over in Rio de Janeiro Ain't nobody zero, but I wanna be heard On your hot night seven every day, that's my word Swimming in women in their own condominiums Five plus fives who drop millenniums It's all about the Benjamins What? You guys, we did it, you guys I did it, I did it, I did it I made it to 100 episodes I I can't tell you enough, you guys, seriously If you've listened, whether you've listened to one episode If this is your first time Also, if this is your first time I don't normally do that <laughs> Sorry, but um we made it to 100 episodes. When I first started this podcast, my goal was to just inspire you guys, introduce you to some of my comedian friends that are also into health and fitness, and then the con- the podcast has kind of evolved, but you know, I like to go back to what I really wanted to do, which is in- interview comedians that you know work out, that take care of themselves, maybe uh, have a weight loss story. You guys have met so many interesting people. I- I've met some awesome people, you guys. That's one thing about my life I feel like is I've met some great people and I'm not trying you know like I'm not a name dropper or whatever but like I've had some pretty inspiring people on this show but like I've just I just know so many awesome people that do awesome things and I'm fortunate I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest you guys I'm fortunate that I've come across, you know, I've crossed paths with so many of these awesome people. And, you know, if you've listened to any of these episodes, you guys can kind of, you know, get an idea of just how many awesome people there are in the world and know that whatever you're trying to reach, whether it's a fitness goal or a career goal, it's like if I'm in there and these guys are in there and we're doing it and we're pushing, that means, you know, you could be in there and push it too, you know? Um, I have, uh, I've, I'm fully back in, reignited into my marathon training because it has been, it's time now to get back into it. I was doing it and obviously if you guys know, um, the marathon got postponed a couple of times and whatever. So right now I'm setting my sights on the Oklahoma City Marathon, which is October 3rd. If any of you guys want to join me, it's a, it's a, it's normally in October, uh, I'm sorry, the, the OKC Marathon is normally in April, and it's a marathon to commemorate um, the people that were lost in the uh, the bombing of the the federal building here in Oklahoma City. The worst, I think, still actually no. Vegas is now worse, but at the time, the worst domestic terror attack in on U.S. soil, domestic U.S terror attacks so like I mean he was from here you know anyway that was the most deaths until the Vegas one and I don't remember how many um, people died in the Vegas shooting but just awful tragedies but you know if you ever come to Oklahoma City which you know I'll be out here for a couple more months um, I mean I'm going to be on the road and whatnot and going back and forth between here and LA but anyway if you ever come out to Oklahoma City I highly recommend that you check out the memorial, the museum they have now, they've built this. The, the museum is great, you know, I mean, it's, I hate saying that, but like, the, how they display what happened, and they kind of take you through like a, a reenactment, I don't want to, you know, give too much away, but 
it's really well done and then it, even if you don't go to the museum you know um, just to see the monument that's now there um, to commemorate you know all the lives that were lost and everything like it's it's really a beautiful monument and you know anytime someone comes to Oklahoma City I'm like you got to go to the monument just kind of like when you go to New York you have to go to 9-11 so anyway um, so the marathon is every year around the same time like it's you know April 24th I want to say is when the bombing was here um, let's see I can probably google it really quick Oklahoma City bombing was oh April 19th okay sorry um, oh 168 deaths okay maybe I was wrong that is still the highest deaths in from domestic terror. Um, anyway, it's a beautiful monument, but I'm training for the marathon. Like I said, it's usually in April, but it's it, they postponed it so everyone can get vaccinated and everything. It's April. It's October third. I'm running it. It's going to be perfect weather, and then I'm going to just keep on trucking, and we're doing that L.A. marathon like we talked about November 9th, so that's going to be two marathons for me in a little over a month, and I'm fucking for it, man. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited about our guest today. We have a guest. Um, I've been trying to get this guy on. We actually had, um, we talked about it on the podcast, but we ha- I had scheduled him. This is back when we were still at the studio in L.A., before COVID and everything, and he had come to, uh, we came, he showed up to the studio, he's very nice, and uh, then there was a mix-up with the guy that ran the studio, and who was in charge, and whatever, who was going to be there that day, so anyway, we didn't get to do it, and he's a, he's a very busy guy, and he was, he, you know, he's touring and everything, and obviously COVID happened, and you know, I was trying to get it in person, but, you know, I was like, you know what, man, this is episode 100. I got to get a really good guest. So I'm very excited that he was able to join me. Um, you'll hear me talk to him and that'll be it. Uh, I'll, I'll sign off from the interview. I'm not going to come back here. So like I said, thank you guys so much. Um, we've been we've been 100 episodes. I'm going to keep giving you guys the best podcast I can, whether I'm doing them virtual or whether I'm doing them in person. Now that everything's open, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot more in-person guests. And I have some cool, some cool people lined up, that some cool stories that I think you guys will, will like to hear. So anyway, uh, my guest today, and I'll give him another intro, but um, he's been on Comedy Central. He tours the world. He'll talk, uh, doing stand-up comedy. He is on the television show Mr. Inglesias on Netflix, and uh, he's just a cool dude, Latino, uh, from East L.A., just like my mom and dad, and we had a really cool conversation, so you guys are going uh, are gonna to love it. Anyway, you guys, uh, give it up for my guest, Alfred Robles, joining me via Zoom, and uh, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you. So my hands with the cuts and something I want to be and crank it out with the clutch. Drinking more liquor. Oh, fancy. One. That's two. new, huh, bro? They never did that shit before. Yeah, it started like maybe like a couple weeks ago. Um, okay, you guys, we are here through the miracles of the internet again, live. Uh, so this podcast has actually been a long time coming. We actually tried to do this before COVID and there was a schedule mix up at the studio and whatever. And I've been trying to get him back 
And you know, when I went back home and I've been back and forth, anyway, he's busy, I'm busy, but we're doing it through the internet. Um, you've seen him on the television show on Netflix, Meester Iglesias. Um, he's been traveling all over the country, all over the world doing comedy. Um, I'm very excited to have him here. Put your hands together for the Vato with Gato, Alfred Robles. Yo, what up, bro? Thank you for having me here, bro. You know what, dude? You keep me going, bro. I love all your posts, bro. What do you mean? Which ones? When you're working out early as fuck, you're going to Dodger <laughs> games early as fuck, you go to Oklahoma minor league games, uh, eating everything, bro. I don't Killing eat everything. It on stage. I only I only eat barbecue, Alfred. Let's not. Okay. Uh, yeah, bro, I, that's everything for me because I don't eat meat. So, are you, you, are you a vegan, dude? No, I'm vegetarian, dude. I love dairy. Uh, Okay, so I can't okay. go vegan, bro. Okay. And you're over there killing it on stage, killing it at games, bro. You're killing it at the gym, bro. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to live. I mean, you know, you know how people use the phrase my best life, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, my best life. I, I really try to do that because I feel like, you know, I mean, you've been doing comedy, what, like 17 years or something like that, right? 17 years. 17 yeah. years, right? And you love it. You I mean you have to, right? Right, right. You have to love it. And I think that, you know, people, and you're a pretty positive person online too. You're being very, I appreciate the, the, uh, the props, but you're also someone that's, you know, you're, you're waking up, you're, you're, you're hiking, you're, or, you're right, right. Bike, or you're biking, or you go for a run or whatever. And it's just like, I like to do things that make me happy. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I love doing things that make me happy. And like working out, like, it doesn't like, I mean, I like it because I like the challenge, but also afterwards, as you can, as you can probably agree with, like when you're done working out, you just feel like a sense of accomplishment, right? Yes. Yeah. It yes. Just, it puts you in a better mood and it's just like, and then, you know, Dodger games. I mean, I grew up, you know, my mom took me, my mom took me to my first Dodger game when I was six weeks old, dude, six weeks. Wow. Yeah. July 2nd, 1979. I went to the Dodger game with my mom. Uh, I don't remember because I was a baby, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> I've been going ever since. It's like for me, you know, everyone has their favorite, you know, people like Disneyland, people like this. My favorite place in the world is Dodger Stadium. You know, I, I feel you, bro. I feel you. Um, man, I've been, dude, I've been going to Dodgers ever since I was a kid, too. I don't know how, how, how old I was in my first Dodger game, but bro. Right. I remember, I remember my dad just taking me, my brothers, and the neighborhood kids to games, bro. And, the, uh, the best. The best, bro. And I grew up in East L.A. In East L.A., we attended this boys club. It's kind of like uh, we didn't have a YMCA. We had a boys and girls club. Right. So the boys and girls club used to get everybody together, too, and they used to take us, too, bro. And that's how we started liking the Dodgers because of that. Yeah. That's, that, I think the Dodgers, I mean, obviously, I feel like – I mean, and I don't know because I wasn't alive, but like, I feel like, like I grew up, you know, where I, I feel like you and I are about the same age. Yeah. Um, I remember like Fernando just fucking being like really getting like the Mexican culture involved. You know, yeah. that was like the best thing. And I, I don't know if they did it. I don't think they did it on purpose. I just think it just happened that he was really good. But like, to, it's a part of the LA culture, like, and you know, Mexicans and Dodgers, like, it just goes hand in hand. Like, when people think of Dodger fans, they think of us, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Like, when you hear people from other, like, you know, especially, like, Angel fans, which, whatever, I'm not going to get into it. 
um, like, oh, Dodger Stadium's ghetto. What they're really saying is there's too many Mexicans at Dodger Stadium, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, of course, there's fights, there's whatever, you know, it happens. But over the last few years, Dodger Stadium is actually a pretty safe place. There's not really fights like there used to be anymore, you know? No, bro. And you know what I've been telling people is that it's getting trendy, bro. I see a bunch of hipsters over there now, mm-hmm. bro. You know? It's because they're good, dude. They're good. That's dude, what happens. bro. And we have, we, I think the uh, uh, Dodger Stadium is the third oldest stadium in the, yeah. in the majors. Yeah. But our stadium is dope, bro. It doesn't feel old. They're always no. trying to do new shit, bro. We have bomb-ass restaurants, bro. Everybody's everybody's there to have a good time, bro. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's, it's it, I, like I said, I think it's definitely like when the new ownership took over, they really made it a point to remodel the stadium, but not make it, like you said, not make it look any different. And then now they added even more. Like this year, the new stuff, like the new shit now, dude, like out in the outfield. Dude. It's so yes, nice. I saw that shit, bro. Oh, man. Bro. It's like. It makes me want to sit on that side now. I know, right? Like normally I want to yeah. sit. Like, I prefer to sit, you know, if I can, if it's not too expensive, like on the field level or somewhere. But like, yeah, like I kind of like, I kind of want to sit in the home run seats. And I kind of want to sit in the new pavilion just to kind of see what it's like, you know. Uh you want to have, have, did you see uh, the Tommy Lasorda, like this, the bar that they have out in the outfield? No, no, uh, no. Because when I went, I went opening day and uh, I think, I don't think, I think they had a tarp yeah, over it. It's maybe. not, yeah, it's, it was, it's not, it, well, it might be open today because now it's full, well, when we record this, now it's full capacity, but uh, it wasn't open. But I knew about this bar. Like I knew that they were going to have this a couple years ago, um, and my plan, and it's still my plan. I'm going to do it next year. Is to rent it out, and mm. and, and and film a special in there. Uh, oh wow, bro, that's dope. That's my plan. Knock on wood. I'm going to fucking do it next year. But uh, okay, buddy. Okay, we'll talk hold about. On, hold on, hold on. Not, not, oh. not to cut you off, bro. Um, there's a guy who was um. um uh, Tommy Lasorda's caretaker, bro. Uh-huh. He's a Mexican fool from La Habra, California. I'm gonna send over your his details and his, his social media to you. Oh, and he loves yeah. he 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 likes doing podcasts too, bro. Like okay. he interview that fool. He oh, took yeah. care oh, of Tommy, yeah. I think, the last 15 years of his life, bro. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Dude, oh. I remember uh when my girlfriend and I first my girlfriend and I've been together for six years. And when we first got together, they were doing like a it was like an it was like a like a meet and greet with Tommy Lasorda uh, at the stadium. Like I don't think the season had started yet, but I'm like, oh, I gotta meet him because he's probably gonna die soon, you know. But this is like a few years ago, and uh, I remember we waited in line. It, it was up at the top, like uh, where the gift shop is, and uh, right. they brought Tommy out like in a golf cart, and he just looked like like he didn't even know what was going on. And I'm like, I can't fucking meet this dude like this, man. You know? Right, right, <laughs> like I, right. I can't, right. It, just, it hurt my heart and I left. And I had been waiting in line for like a while and I was like, I can't, I just, he probably doesn't even realize what's going on right now, you know? No, no, no. Uh, there's, a, there's a funny quote, uh, you, I'll send it to you, dude. It's, uh, it's Tommy Lasorda getting interviewed. Um, they were playing, I think they were playing the Phillies or the, I don't know, but they were playing a team and a guy on the other team got hit and the, mm. the reporter asked Tommy um, after the game if they hit him on purpose and he just goes off dude it's so he's like he's like why the fuck would I hit a piece of shit hitter like 
fucking like he's going <laughs> off dude it's I'm, I'm telling you i'm gonna send it to you and you're gonna laugh your ass up uh okay so buddy tell me about this dude okay we'll talk about comedy later because i want to get into that too um you yourself one of the reasons i wanted you on this podcast like i said you're hiking you're biking you've had a, a transformation yourself right like you yes. you lost a bunch of weight i lost over um I gained some of it back, but I lost a hundred pounds, bro. A hundred? A hundred pounds, bro. I was, Holy I was over, shit. I was over uh, um, 300 at one time. Holy shit, dude. And where are you now? I'm at 210. Okay. Now. Wait, yeah, how, so I'm how, at 210. How, but the lowest, the, 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 I went down to 190. That's great, dude. Little by little. That's fucking yeah. awesome. How so long this is how it? I did it. In 2012, August 2012, bro. I um I stopped eating red meat. That's the last time I had red meat was August 2012. Wow. That's how I started my transition. I said, you know what? I'm going to get, because I had back problems. I had back problems. And uh, I started reading up on it. And I said, if you eat a lot of red meat, it gives you like problems. And I said, maybe that's it. I'm just going to try it. If it works for me, it works for me. It's not going to work for everybody. Right. So I said, okay, I'm just going to do this. So I fucking gave up red meat. My fucking back problems went away, bro. Shut up. And a lot of motherfuckers tell me, maybe it was because you lost weight. And I go, I don't give a fuck what it was. I'm going to say it was because <laughs> of the fucking red meat, bro. <laughs> so ever since I gave up red meat, bro, I haven't had back problems anymore. Wow. So from red meat, um, I was pescatarian. So all I did was I was pescatarian for two years. And then I said, fuck it, I'm going to become vegetarian. And then I went vegetarian from there. And then I started saying, you know what, let me just start exercising. And I started um hiking i started biking bro me and my um my childhood friends from east la we get together every sunday and one day out of the week and we just bike 20 miles bro that's great uh, and there's hey, a lot of us i'm sorry sorry to interrupt you man what uh where are you from in east la dude that's where my parents grew up and i lived there we, for a little bit i lived up on uh it was called it was uh Cesar chavez now Cesar chavez and rowan it used to be brooklyn avenue back in the it day it used to be brooklyn avenue yeah bro. yeah yeah Okay. So, uh, so I started, uh, I started hiking, biking, and now I just started, I started jogging, bro. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I did, I did the, I did the no sugar for, for a long ass time too, bro. And, uh, I, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I want to drop a little bit more, but I'm good right now. I'm happy where I'm at, bro. Dude. That's what counts, bro. Dude, 100%, dude. One, like, okay, here's the thing. And I'm, I'm going to, I'll give you props. I mean, it's fucking amazing that you've lost a hundred pounds, but what I always talk about it on this podcast, but like, you know, you're on the road a lot. I mean, obviously before COVID and now you guys are going to probably going to, I'm sure you're going to get back on the road and stuff. Um, when you're a comedian and you're on the road, cause you, you said you've been, you've been 17 years. So 2012, you were like eight or nine years in, but probably already touring and everything as well. Uh, it's not easy to be healthy when you're touring all the time. No. Right. Like you're you're at the comedy no. club. They probably don't have or maybe, you know, now you guys are probably doing like bigger venues. But like, you know, it's not like there's healthy food there for you. You're up late at night. You're probably driving or you're flying. You know, it's it's a tough lifestyle. So it's very easy to just eat shitty foods, you know, while you're doing that. Right. That's why a lot of guys do that. But oh. so how did you manage to go no red meat and go vegan? while being on the road like that's got to be hard dude you know what it is bro i ever since i was a kid bro i always had willpower bro 
always had a willpower ever since I was a kid. And that was the type of kid that um, I used to learn shit on myself, like my bike riding. Uh, my dad never taught me how to ride a bike or my what? older brothers. No, bro. Well, my dad wasn't really around. So okay. uh, he, uh, he, uh, I, I got on the bike and I started riding my bike by myself. I mean, I crossed a bunch of shit. shit all the time. I started driving by myself, bro. So there's a lot of shit that I did, bro. You know? And I was like, I always had the willpower and I say, you know, I'm just going to cut the meat off. And then noticing the results, bro, noticing that my back pain went away. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to keep it going, bro. Why go back? Why the fuck go back, bro? You know? And then I'm all like, you know what? I'm going to have to start looking good on stage too, bro. You know? You have to look good. A bunch of people always say, no, you don't. It's all about being funny. Yeah, it is about being funny. But you want to look good too. Yeah. You know? You don't know what else you could get besides being a comedian. Maybe, oh, look at this. Uh, I want it for a commercial. I want it for, for a part of the movie or whatnot yeah. or whatever. You know, you want to feel good, bro. I agree. I mean, you're, 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 you're preaching to the choir, buddy, but I want you to tell them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, because it, it, it's, it's right, man. Like, I, I, the one thing, I, I like clothes, dude. Like, I love shopping. Like, I don't, like, if I, if I go somewhere and I'm like, oh, that shirt looks good. I want to try it on and if it looks good on me and I could afford it, then I'm fucking getting it. Right. Like, but right, like a lot of, right. a lot of, a lot of guys, especially like, especially guys and especially like if they're not in great shape, they don't like shopping because they don't look, they don't look good and stuff. Right. 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 And right. so when you have that confidence, I, I, and I also feel like, I mean, yeah, like obviously, like you said, you have to be funny, but for me, it's like, I kind of like going up there and they're like, Oh wow, this guy's like, I mean, I'm all right looking, but I'm in good shape. And, and then I start telling funny jokes and they're like, oh, wow, like he's kind of got like a package going. Like, it's not just what, like you said, like commercials. So, it, dude, I was, dude, I did, I did a, a, a print ad for Nike baseball a few years ago. Wow. It was like my dream. It was, I mean, it was one of my dream jobs. Fucking, I'm playing baseball, which I still do, but like I'm playing with, I, I'm, I'm, I got all the new Nike shit, you know, I'm fucking using, and I, now I'm in catalogs and my buddy called me up. He was at Dick's. He's like, bro, there's a fucking billboard of you at Dick's. I'm like, isn't that awesome? Like, this is great. You wow. Know? Yeah. yeah, yeah Nike. Yeah. I mean, it was Nike, you know? And it was just like, I mean, that's like a bucket list for me. I loved it. So, um, so, so, so you, now you're, so you went from pescatarian with that's fish, right? You just eat fish. Yeah. Just fish. Yeah. But now, yeah. But now you're just vegetarian. Just vegetarian, bro. Okay. Now, do and, you, um, what's up? I was going to say, do you keep track of like how many calories or do you just like, okay, just like, you know, you, you just monitor your portion sizes and kind of that. No, you know what? Uh, I don't, but when I did the, the no sugar, all I did was like, uh, uh, I'll do like, like veggie, uh, eggs, eggs, veggie, whatever. And um, just anything with no sugar. That's okay. all I did in the mornings and at night, bro. And just small meals. And now I don't give a fuck anymore, bro. I'll eat whatever. But not too late. Now that I'm running consistently every, I, I try to do five days out of the week. So That's I do great. five miles every five five miles every day, bro. Bro, are you are I you did, are you gonna do the uh, the marathon with us? When is it? Uh, November 9th, I believe. You know, uh, you know Eric, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know uh, the you know you know Beto Durant? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he and this guy, Nick Valencia, who works at CNN, they started this like group, this running group called the Latino Media All-Star Runners. And it's there's people all over the place and they'll tag them and everything. But I had Nick on the podcast a few weeks ago 
and he was talking about running and bringing people together. Like his dream is to get like a bunch of like Latinos in the media together. And I was like, well, bro, I'm training for the LA marathon. It's, oh, I'm sorry. It's a, uh, it's November 7th, which is a Sunday. Mm. Uh, and he was like, yeah, let's do it. So I'm trying to get Eric. He's being a little, he, he says he's not sure. I'm like, come on, dude, you just, you can walk. You don't have to run the whole fucking thing. But like, Eric loves running. I know, but he doesn't like running a marathon. He wants to run like a half marathon. I'm like, dude, I don't want to run fucking a half marathon. Just run the whole thing. If you can't run the whole thing, just walk some of it. Like, it's more about. You know what's crazy that you said that, though? One of my homies, uh, one of the guys that I ride bikes with, one of my childhood friends, he's a big dude. And he said he did the marathon with his wife. And I don't know if it's his kid. Him and his wife. His wife jogs. Mm -hmm. And his wife told him the same thing. Don't run, just jog yeah, just walk. and walk. Yeah, it's and fun. he said, "You know what, bro? I did it." He goes, "I don't give a fuck if I walked it, but I fucking could say I did a fucking exactly. marathon." Yeah, I'm like wow. And now <laughs> I used to, I used to think they used to kick you out, fool. Like if you were fucking walking, <laughs> hey, get the fuck out. <laughs> well, you know, you know what they do. What they what they do do is uh, so I, I don't know what the cutoff is, but there uh -huh. is a certain amount of time where like. So like for the long, for like a, the first few hours, the finish line is there and like all the roads are blocked off and everything and you go, right? And after a certain amount of time, they unblock the roads and then they'll have like kind of like traffic control. So like maybe if you're, if you're going down a street, they'll like have, they'll hold you up for like a second and then the traffic goes and then they'll let a certain amount of people go and then stop. They do it like that. So yeah, they do. It's, it's like a, it's like a soft cut off but like they still had the finish time and everything but yeah mm. you don't you don't get everything blocked off I, I, and i don't know what the cutoff is but you know uh, and, and it's not the la marathon all right no i'm running the fucking la marathon here's why uh number one the la marathon course now it's different from when i when i started doing it um they start at dodger stadium so you're at Dodger. like hello what's the fucking better place to start you start at dodger stadium and then you run down through downtown somewhere, then you, you or somewhere, and then you cut off, you cut over on Sunset. You know, mm -hmm. So no, you, you don't go to downtown. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Anyway, all I know is that you start at Dodger Stadium and you finish in Santa Monica. You finish at the beach. Oh wow! So like I know you run through like you know run through Hollywood, Beverly Hills, and you just keep going, and then you end up in Santa Monica. So it's very, it's a lot more scenic. You pass like a lot of like the famous landmarks in LA. And then also, uh, it's very flat now, the course. So it's a lot easier. Mm. The course in the old days, dude, used to go up like through fucking hills, like Angelino Heights and all these fucking, and like I would fucking die on the hills all the time, dude. It was awful. Wow. But I, wow. But I, but I was also heavier back then too. Like I'm a lot lighter now and I run more. So like, I feel like I'm going to like, you know, I'll do a lot better this time. But I've just wanted, I, I've been training for it. I was supposed to do it last year and then obviously fucking COVID. And then, or no, I was, I started training. I, I, I made it a point last year. I'm like, I'm going to run it. And then COVID happened. So then it pushed it back. And then I was going to run it this year. It was supposed to be in March and then they pushed it back. And then it was supposed to be in May and then they pushed it back again. So now it's in November. So, you know, I'm just saying there's plenty of time to train for it is all I'm saying, buddy. If you want it, it's there. <laughs> no, I'll keep uh, you posted on that, bro. Yeah. Keep me posted. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, <laughs> So, um, so let me ask you a question, dude, because you're Mexican, obviously. Uh, what, how hard is it to be vegetarian with Mex? Like, you know, I, I'm sure you, I know you're, you're really close with your mom and like, how does that work with being vegetarian? 
My mom thought I was uh, my mom thought I was sick food when I told her. Like, I don't want to eat meat. <laughs> That's how bad it is with my mom, bro. She was like, oh, mijo, I thought I Are you sick? What's happening? And I go, no, I just don't want to eat meat anymore. And I told her why, because I had back problems. She said, well, don't eat that much. I go, no, I'm not going to eat it at all. And uh, at first, she didn't believe me. She used to, she used to think that uh, I, I just used to say that to her because I didn't want to eat her cooking or whatnot or whatever. And she used to think I used to go home and get fucking tacos like every night and shit, bro. <laughs> But she saw, she saw losing weight. She saw that I didn't have that much back problem. And I was telling her what I was eating. And uh, she's good with it now. She's good with it now. But you know what's so fucking crazy, bro, is that Latinos, I'm not, I'm not saying everybody, not just Mexicans. Latinos are not down with fucking being vegan or vegetarian. I know. That's what I'm saying, dude. Or, I don't know how you do fucking, it. <laughs> or having a cat, bro. I do tell <laughs> people have a cat. I, I don't eat meat. They fucking boo me, bro. Just by saying that, dog. Or at the I just, at, I, at I, our shows? I, I, yeah, bro. You right away they'll start booing because I say fucking I'm vegetarian or 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 I don't have or or I have a cat. They fucking start booing. Like, what the fuck is let me tell the joke? Right. This yeah, is this bro. is this is just the, the premise and the setup. Let me get to the punchline first. Yeah, dude, it's it's hard. It's hard. And I, I I mean I'm not trying to convince anybody what's better or what to like more, but I mean, bro. I, all I'm saying, I've I never said cats are better than dogs. I never <laughs> said fuck it. I don't like dogs. All I said is I have a cat. Ooh, <laughs> like fuck, really, really, motherfuckers. But you have a whole movement now. You you literally, I mean, it's so clever. You got the vatos with gatos, right? Which is yeah, genius. Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy yeah. to remember. You got merch, right? For that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with you having a cat. Like I. I don't, I'm impartial to all animals, to be honest. Like, I don't have a dog or a cat. So it's funny that they would boo you for that. Like, I understand them kind of booing you when you say you're vegetarian, just because I'm just thinking of, like, everything that I love, every Mexican dish that I love right. has some kind of meat in it, you know? Like, I mean, I guess enchiladas is the only thing that I can think of that doesn't have meat. I mean, you, you can have them with meat, obviously, but, like, everything else that I love is, like, you know, pastor, carnitas, carne asada, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Just like, bam. Uh, but what I was going to ask you was, uh, when did? <laughs> First of all, you you started doing comedy. What year? Two thousand and five. Okay, so what was the thing that you were like? I'm going to try this. Try what? Comedy. Comedy. Yeah. Oh, I, I got kicked out of police academy. Oh, you were trying to be a cop? Yeah, I was trying to become a cop. Uh, I got kicked out of police academy for uh, for Max's girlfriend put a restraining order on me, so I got DQ'd because of that. Oh. And wow. uh, after that, I started just doing open mics, bro, and I just started becoming uh, started going to shows, uh-huh. and and I said I said to myself maybe fucking becoming a cop wasn't my first love. Maybe becoming a comic or because ever since I was a kid, bro, I remember always writing jokes. Uh-huh. And I and I and I said to myself, maybe fucking that was my dream is to become a comic, not to become a co- police officer. Right. So ever since then I just followed my dream, bro, when I got disqualified. Did you did you go to the police academy by Dodger Stadium? No, I went to Rio Hondo. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was the the yeah, with Pico Rivera. Yeah. Um um Rio Hondo's only for LAPD. I'm sorry, uh, by Dodger Stadium's LAPD. Right here in uh, Rio Hondo, it's for the, for the small cities that don't have their own police, police uh, academy. Oh, uh, okay. Got it. 
and you got disqualified. Man, that's yeah, bro. Uh, a month and a half in. Wow. Yeah, you, man. But don't you think? I mean, not to be like super cliche, but like, don't you think it's like one of those things where like everything happens for a reason? You know what I mean? I think now I think about that, but back yeah. then I was fucking. Of course, dude. right? It, it, it was kind of harsh. It was. It was like I remember. I didn't want to tell my mom, right? I didn't know how to tell her. I remember fucking leaving my house with my uniform and right. going to the and going to the mall, bro, and just hanging out for the whole fucking day over there. <laughs> Why are you serious, dude? Yeah, and my uh, for how long, dude? I think it was two weeks. I was, <laughs> it took me two weeks. So I think uh, my neighbors saw me and told my mom, and uh, when I came back, my mom just started like asking me a bunch of questions, and I was like, "No, I wasn't over there." Are you sure? That's no, no. Funny. Yeah, yeah. She said it was you. I'm like, no, that wasn't me. And sure That's enough, a- I just, I just kept. I, I came out and I told her, you know, it was me. I got disqualified, and I told her what happened. That was an episode of Growing Pains, dude. Do you remember that show? When we were kind of, kind of. It was like Kurt Cameron, fucking Alan Thicke. Uh, actually, strangely, Leonardo DiCaprio was in it towards the end, but it's about the yeah. Show. It's about, okay. yeah. it about this family and he gets he gets fired from his job at like he worked at like at a burger place and for like a few weeks uh, he just would go leave the house in his uniform and then go buy the burgers and like put grease on himself and then go back into the oh, house and, fuck. <laughs> and then his mom goes yeah. into the burger place to visit him and they're like mike hasn't worked here in like a few weeks <laughs> and you know when well you know when my mom knew it was me because that lady saw me at, at the at the full locker at the mall Oh, yeah. Dead giveaway, dude. yeah, that's him. Yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, so it, was, it was it was uh I was I was uh I, for the first like um first year of comedy, I'm like, man, is this for me, bro? Or or I was still kind of hesitant, bro, but it was because I don't know, I was still young, bro, you know, and I was like, yeah. is is should I do something else? It's hard, bro. Yeah, no kidding. the first couple of years is fucking hard as fuck, dude. First couple. <laughs> dude it's fucking hard as fuck, it's still hard um, yeah yeah so he, he, i'm curious about this um so you grew up in east la i'm assuming in a barrio somewhere right yeah so how was that because i know like i grew up i grew up in the ie like we lived in east mm-hmm. la for a while and then we got to the ie but i lived in the barrio and there is my, my next door neighbor as a matter of fact he was going to the police i, I lived on a street uh, called calaveras Mm. And, and and it was there's two gangs in Ontario, or actually there's more than that, but like two main gangs. There's Southside Ontario and Northside Ontario. And Northside was right on our street, Calaveras, right? And my next door neighbor went to the police academy, and they would fucking talk shit to him, like you're a fucking pig, bro. I can't believe, like you know what I mean. Like they were the guys in the neighborhood were mad that he wanted to be a cop. So did you get any of that, or were guys like more supportive of you? No, when when uh, when I was at the police academy, I had left the, the I didn't live in East LA anymore. I was living in um in uh, the Eagle Rock area. Okay. So so um Different. no no I mean there was a bunch of gangs there. It was a big gang there, uh, but they didn't know nothing. They did uh, okay. they as long as you don't fuck with them, you're cool, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, no, it was cool. It was cool. Okay. I didn't have any problems, bro. Just curious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't, so you, you obviously, like you said, comedy was hard for first, I don't know, couple of years. When, how, how far into it were you before you were like, this is what I'm like, I got something, this is what I'm going to do. 
when I bought a rollerway bed, bro, I used to sleep on my mom's couch. I oh, sleep shit. on my mom's couch at her house, and uh, I saved enough money, and I bought a little rollerway bed, bro. <laughs> and uh, when I bought that bed, I'm like, you know what? I'm doing something good. Yeah. Yeah. For the first, like, I want to say the first eight years of comedy, I used to sleep on my mom's couch, bro. Wow. Uh, uh, That's crazy. Eight years? Yeah. Yeah, bro. And it was funny because uh, it was a one-bedroom apartment I used to live with my mom. It was a one-bedroom oh, wow. apartment. Of course, my mom had the room, and I used to sleep in the um, in the living room, in the couch. And uh, when I started comedy, I started with, uh, you know who Rodrigo Torres is? Yeah. Rodrigo Torres, uh, yeah, Carlos man. Loma, with all those fools. Yeah. So... <laughs> Those fools will crash and will crash at my pad, and those fools will sleep on the floor, and I'll sleep on the fucking couch, bro. Wow. See, yeah, that's the, bro. That's that's the stuff that, like, you know, you. I mean, you know, when people, like, I always tell people, when the when the general public, you know, like, when someone becomes like, I guess you can say famous or whatever, but like, by the time the general public knows who a comedian is, they paid some fucking dues. Right. Oh, like, and they don't, they don't, they, and, and the people don't want to see that. They just see like, oh, this fool works for Gabriel. He has it all. Motherfucker. Yeah. You know, yeah. where were you when I used to take the bus to fucking shows, bro? Where were you <laughs> when the fuck, you know? That's what I'm saying. They, they, couch they don't see, dog. they don't see that struggle. No. They just see no. like this stuff. And you're like, now a lot of people, like, I know a lot of people like that have shit like, you know, I slept on a couch or I shared an apartment with fucking five of my homies or like whatever, you know, it's like, it takes a long time to fucking really, you have to love it. You, that's the only thing. It's like, you have to love it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Whenever, people always want to ask me like, like, can I, I'm thinking about starting comedy. Like what's, I'm like, you better love it. That's my first bit of advice. Don't do it because you want to be famous because the odds of that happening are very slim. You have to love it. And you can, if you love it, because there's a lot of bullshit you got to put up with, you know? Yeah, well, right. And people think, people think it's easy. Of course. Because the people great, think it's easy. the people that's, that are good at it, you know, they make it, when you're, when you're on stage, you make it look easy. And so people are like, oh, I could do that. And people obviously, when they're with their friends and family, you know, you could make everybody laugh because you guys all know each other. So someone looking at on the outside, they're like, oh, I could do that. I do that all the time. It's like, yeah, it's different when you're a bunch of, in front of a bunch of strangers. But yeah. like my advice to people is always like, like, cause I love it. Like the, I, I've always, oh, wanted, me too, I, bro. I always wanted to do comedy. You know, I never knew how to start. I wish I would have started sooner. I feel like I started a little bit older, but that's cause I just didn't know how to fucking get into it. But when I finally got on that stage and told my first joke and got a little laugh, that was the moment where I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but this is what I'm going to fucking do. And I don't care. I don't care how poor I, I get. I don't care. Like whatever, all that. I know about all these. Like, I don't care because I love doing it. And I'd rather do something that I love than fucking some shitty job that I can't stand. You know? Yeah. Amen, bro. Amen. It's, you're, you're fucking right, dude. I remember when I was in, um, when I was in high school, I don't know what grade I was in. I, I, I wrote a joke. I wrote this joke. And I always remember that fucking joke. And when the, my first time I was on TV, no, not my first time. My first time I did Comedy Central, uh-huh. they, they, uh, they had to clear our fucking material. So I emailed my jokes and I'm like, I'm just going to put that joke 
I wrote when I was in high school. Let's see, <laughs> if, they, let's see if they like it. And if it gets and then if it gets passed, then fuck it, I'll do it. But if they don't, fuck it, who cares? So uh, I'd fucking send it to Comedy Central and they send it back and they give me the thumbs up. I was uh, like, oh shit. And it was great. a stupid joke, bro. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, I said, uh, I want a girl that reminds me of my report card. Her face has to have an A. She has to have double Ds because tonight I want an F. It was a simple <laughs> fucking little joke, bro. And they fucking, they, they liked it. It was, I mean, I didn't say no bad words right. or nothing like that. So it was, was kind of clean. And they fucking, they said, yeah, you can, you can use that joke. I go, fuck, all right. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's great, bro. dude. Uh, so when you, st- what, what's, what's the biggest, with the most people you've performed at at one time? Um, I did this radio show up north. It was, it was, um, it was, uh, they had it yearly. It was like up in the Sacramento area. Um, it's wild 95.5 maybe. It was a summer show and on the lineup bro, it was Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Joe Coy, uh, um, Dove Davidoff, uh, Dustin Ibarra. Wow. Uh, yeah. Gabriel Iglesias and myself. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, and so I, I want to say it was like 20,000 people. Now, okay. I don't know how many people were there when I was up because I went up early. Right. But it was a shitload of fucking people, bro. But still, like, it's, like, just to think about, like, just that many, like, it's because it's different than performing in a, in a comedy club. Right. Yeah. 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 Like you're like I cause, and I don't know because I've never performed in front of that many people. Like, what do you have to do different to be, like, do you slow it down? Do you go bigger? Do you like what? What? It, what is it? A little bit of both. You slow it down, and I was doing. Oh fuck! I think it was ten minutes, uh-huh. and those those ten minutes, bro, felt like five minutes, bro. Right. That's how much I slowed it down, bro. And then just like the laughter, bro, it's like a wave, dude. Yeah. You know, and you have and you have to ride that fucking wave, man. So it was I I waited till the 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 laughter stopped and then I'll do my next joke. My next joke. And um it was dope, just slowing it down. And of course the stage is bigger, so you want to command the whole fucking stage. You just don't want to stand on one place. And uh it was dope, bro. It was dope, man. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had, bro. Yeah. Just sharing the stage with nothing but fucking legends, bro. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like, you know, people can say whatever they want, but it's like, that's something that you could, that no one could ever take away from you. You know, it's like, yo. It's one of those, hey, bro, it's one of those flyers when you're a comedy fan and you see that flyer, <laughs> you see all those fools and you see me and they'll be like, what the fuck is this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> You know that's, what I mean, uh, that's what some actually i swear to god dude uh somebody tweeted that today because there's quite a few of those shows going on like in la right now you know uh-huh. where there's like these huge comics on the show you know you got like dane cook and fucking anthony jeselnik and whoever and then it's like some random person and the tweet was like if you ever see a show <laughs> a show flyer with a bunch of famous comics and someone you've never heard of. That's the guy who books the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fool. And you know what's bro. And it's fucking true, bro. I remember, uh, um, I went to, uh, I went, I saw, uh, this was before, uh, Kendrick Lamar started popping, bro. Uh-huh. I want 
I want to go see Kanye West. I want to go see Kanye Kanye West and Kendrick was his opener. And wow. I'm like, who's this dude right here, bro? You know? And <laughs> yeah. he closed the show with uh with fucking uh with uh 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 Tupac's Hail Mary. He sang Hail Mary. Oh wow. and he fucking shut that place down, bro, just yeah. with that with that song. And I go, oh fuck, dude. And after that, he blew up and go, that's the motherfucker. I didn't know who he yeah. was, dude. And look at him now, man. Dude, that's what I that's what I love. Like I love going to I miss, I mean, now that things are open again, I could start going again. But like that was I was during the pandemic, you know, I was just telling people two things I missed the most. One, obviously Dodger games fucking broke my heart that I couldn't go to a Dodger game all year last year until the playoffs. Obviously, I got to go to a couple of games, but uh, concerts, man, like I love concert. I love seeing that many people together, you know, cheering, singing along. But also like what you just mentioned. Like so many times I've seen like people op- like openers, you know, for bands and then they go on to be like fucking he- like that's how I discovered fucking Slipknot. That's how wow. I dis- yeah, like that's how I discovered uh, what's his name? Um, Con- I-, I-, I actually saw Kanye open for Usher like fucking way back when. And I'm like, this Kanye dude's fucking pretty dope. He was opening for Usher. And it's just like, you never, you just never know who that, you know, you're going to find a new artist and then you see them grow. It's like, I love that, dude. It's so cool. And same thing with comedy. Like you go and see someone on tour and then they're openers. And then, you know, five years later or something, that opener is fuck. you know what I mean? Like now they're a famous comic. It's just, it's just how it is, you know? Like just- so in, in 2012, um, you know, Trevor Noah, right? Mm-hmm. So in 2012, when Trevor Noah moved to uh, to uh, to the states from South Africa, he went on the road with us, bro. He was on oh, the road with us no, for, for for a year, dog. And I, I didn't know he was gonna get that big. I knew he was funny as fuck. Yeah, I knew he was he was funny. I knew he was fucking a good dude. And uh, Gabriel gave them a uh, Gabriel hit him up, and he goes, "I want I want to work with you. Do you want to go on the road with us?" And that fool said, "Yeah." So he started going on the road with us, and fucking look at him now, bro. Yeah, he's a uh, he's he's great, man. He's uh he's you know what I mean? like. I'm smart, but guys like that, they're like really smart. Like their comedy comes like mine is just like I just want to make people laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I talk about- know, bro, you're right, fool. You're fucking right. You hear him, and then you you think about your jokes. <laughs> I'm a dumb motherfucker. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, I'm yeah. talking about my dad. I want to my family. Reminds me of my report card. I want to <laughs> tell her, as a, hey, she has to have double D's because tonight I don't want to. Right. And yeah. fool's over talking about the world. Yeah. She's talking about, like, you know, like, like politics and, like, make, but doing it, like, in a clever way. And I'm just like, you, you're just, I mean, that's why he is what he is, dude. Uh, by the way, uh, you guys might, if, if you're not familiar, um, Alfred keeps referring to Gabriel. He's talking about Gabriel Iglesias, um, who some people, you guys might know, or if you don't know who Gabriel is, then I don't know where the fuck you guys are. <laughs> um, dude, can I tell you this? So I, 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 met, I met Gabriel at the Ice House uh, last year. He was doing, I think, matter of fact, I think it was before you and I met, but I think it was one of your shows that he popped in on. Okay. Like, as surprised, I just saw him sitting there and like, I don't want to bother him. But at the same time, I had just watched uh, his special. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's the one where he's, uh, it's like his 25th anniversary special, I guess. Okay. Most- yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, 
you, I forget what it's called. Uh, Hello, Fluffy. Maybe I, I forget. I'm sorry, but I did, I had just watched it, and I'm like, I got to tell him this because I remember watching it, and like, you know, he's he's great. He does. He's I mean, he's one of the best. You know, he's one of the biggest comics in the world. Um, but then he does like he does this thing, and then he comes back for like his encore, and he oh. does, and then he does all his like his famous bits. Yes, yes. And I'm watching it, and like everybody it's like it's like a concert but yes, for his bro. jokes right mm-hmm. and i'm looking at it and i'm and i'm fucking and i'm gonna cry right now because it's like i'm like dude how fucking awesome is it to have a comedian and then have whatever it was fifteen thousand people whatever reciting his jokes like it's a song and so i, I had to go up to him i'm like it's that ha- that inspired me more than i think anything that i've watched comedy wise to see that kind of connection with people you know what i mean yeah yeah like, yeah that's rock star shit fool exactly it's, it's exactly yeah. what it is like i mean you could go like i mean like you know i've seen kevin hart i've seen you know every, all of the big guys like i've seen everybody but i've never seen something like that before yeah ever. dude dude i'm telling you bro fucking uh i not only because i because i work with him um Gabe was one of the nicest guys, bro, and one of the funniest guys, bro. And he brings it. That motherfucker brings yeah. it every time, bro. He brings it, and uh, it's he. What he's doing right now is rock star shit, and he's it's 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 he's changing the game, bro. He's changing yeah. the game. He uh, he was he was the first Mexican comedian to do fucking the Staples Center. He was oh, the wow. first Mexican comedian to do fucking the Sydney Opera House. He was the first in Australia. Comedian. In Australia, bro, two fucking sold out shows. He was the first Mexican comedian to sell out fucking uh, uh, Madison Square Garden, bro. He's fucking changing the game, bro. Yeah, that's you I know. Mean, and he, I, but like, I, I hate, I hate bothering people. And since I didn't know him, but like, you know, like I, I, uh, I, I knew Gina, and I didn't want to drop her name. You, you guys work with Gina a little bit. I yeah, love, yeah, yeah. I love Gina. She's fucking helped me out a bunch. Um, but like, I just had to tell him like that that fucking you know that moment really inspired me to fucking just keep because like you said this this shit gets hard but like when you see what's possible yeah like, yeah you know what man like not, yeah. and not, that, not that i'm ever gonna be that big but like it's possible you know I'm and, sure and, he, it's, and it's good to see that because he you're all like dude if He's one of us, bro. Yeah, he came from he's he's yeah. like Long Beach, right? He's from Long Beach, bro. He's yeah, from Long like, Beach. like, dude, that's fucking dope as fuck, dude. Yeah, you know, and he's an approachable. He's he's an approachable guy, bro. He's an approachable guy. If you come up to him, bro, he, he he's gonna talk to you. He's not a dick whatsoever, bro. He's gonna talk to you, bro. He's an approachable dude, bro. Yeah, he and was just he's he, was, he's, he just he's a good motherfucker. He's taking care of me, bro, in different ways. Where I mean. Bro, he's helped me and my family out fucking a lot, bro. He's yeah. the, one of the dopest dude I've ever met in my life, bro. Yeah, that's. I mean, he he was super cool. I, like I said, I didn't want to bother him because I didn't know if he was going up or not. I just I just had to tell him because I feel like, like when people message me and they're like, "Oh, dude, I, I see you working out. Like, you inspire me. Like, I like to hear that." So I just felt like, as him, comic to comic, like he would want to hear it. And then I just I was like, "That's it, man. I just I just want to tell you that you fucking inspire me, man. Like, I've never seen anything like that." Uh, so that being said, buddy, um, do you got anything coming up where people can go see you now that shows bro, are uh, 
Um, I'm gonna be at the. I'm gonna be at the improv. Uh, when, when 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 are you dropping this? Tomorrow or tomorrow if I can get it in on time. But if if okay, not I... to, if not tomorrow Thursday at the latest, but probably Wednesday. Yeah, it will drop. Okay, uh, I'm out, I'll be at the at the at the, the Thursday. I'm gonna be at Irvine. Friday and Saturday, I'm gonna be in Ontario on Sunday and Brea. And just oh, go wow. to Fluffy Shop. Go to Fluffy FluffyGuy.com. Go to FluffyGuy.com, and I'll be uh, I'll be there, man. And keep supporting all fucking entertainers, bro. Yes, especially and live comedy is back, motherfuckers. It's fucking back, dude. Have, have, now, have you you've done some shows since like things have been back, right? Yeah, yeah, I've done a couple of shows, bro, and I feel like people just want to go out and they want to laugh, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's you know? been a, you know, I didn't, I didn't work for six months, but then once I found out, and I know people didn't agree with, not just me, but like just people, like I felt like there were people that were not happy that there were comics that were working, but I'm like, I didn't work for six months. I'm working in places where they're allowing us to work. I'm not relevant enough to just disappear for a year. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I feel I, you, man. I feel I you. have to keep my name in there. So when I found out the clubs that I worked were opening, I'm like, Hey, let's go, you know? Um, but I felt the same way. Like people are just ready to have fun. They're tired of fucking being locked up. But also like, I feel like, I don't know if you've experienced this dude, but like, I feel like I've gotten away with saying some things that maybe like a couple years ago, people be like, Oh, you can't say that right now every it's just like everyone's just like they they, they want entertainment so like i'm getting away with some shit maybe i'm just gotten better at delivering it or i think just the crowds are just better right now that's just my bro, I, I hope it stays like that bro i hope it stays like <laughs> for that, real because i feel you brother i feel you man uh i fucking feel you bro so you're gonna be on terror they're probably already sold out right i i don't know bro i, I can't I, I can't imagine if you guys are going to be there that there's any tickets left but yeah yeah if you do want to go see them you're you're from with Gabriel this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or if you or if you bought tickets already, man, fuck it. Yeah. See what's up, man. See what's It'll up. Be great shows. That's that's the first. They they just they're they're not even open technically until Thursday, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Thursday's the first uh first show. Uh, I think DJ, DJ Cooch. DJ Cooch. Is, yeah. Yeah. DJ shout Cooch out to DJ Cooch, man. Good dude, right there, bro. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like like Alfred said, support live comedy. We've all kind of. We haven't, none of us have been working consistently over the last year. You guys know. So we, we need you guys. You guys need us fucking support it. Go to, you have a website too, Alfred? Um, no, okay. no. So where, where, cause you have, you have a bunch of merchant stuff. Where do you sell it? Just on your Instagram? Do, just on um, IG, on my Facebook. Uh, just hit me up. I, okay. I, I, I post everything, man. Just hit me up, DM yeah. me and fucking. We'll go from there, man. I'll, I'll put a, I'll put your show note or I'll put your, all your socials in the show notes. So if they want to follow, follow Alfred. Um, oh, one more question, dude. Your last name What's is Rob- um, my, uh, so my mom's mom, my, so my grandma, her maiden name is Robles. Mm. So I, I mean, obviously there's a lot of Robles, but like, I feel like there's a potential, like if we went down the tree, somewhere we might be related somewhere well, you know what part of mexico is your family from or um so okay so my grandfather is not a robles he's a Pinagos, and he's from chiapas um, okay and my grandmother i don't know where her grandparent or her parents were from i should probably and i know she knows she's dead so i'll find out though buddy i'll find out and then we'll see where, where where's your family from my dad's from uh from um sonora Okay. Sonora is uh, it's the it's the uh, it borders um Arizona. Oh, Chapo, so we're from dude. the 
Yeah, kind of. No, no, Chapel's from Sinaloa, so that's oh, oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're 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 from the it's a it's a it's a little city called Obregon. And, okay. Um, and the cool that's that's another because of my dad. My dad he uh, there's no soccer where my where my family's from. There's no soccer. It's oh. all fucking baseball because they're closer to uh to the United States. The oh, the right. more south Mexico you go in, the more soccer it is. Uh-huh. But the, like in the north side of Mexico, like fuck like Baja California, Sonora. Right. Uh, uh, Monterrey, it's all fucking big. They love baseball, bro. That's yeah. where Fernando's from. We're from the same city where Fernando's from. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, that's how Puig got signed was yeah. doing a fucking yeah. workout in Mexico, dude. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and they, uh, they, want, to, they want to go scout fucking Julio Diaz. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they He's want to go fucking... scout Julio Diaz and they, and they found fucking Puig. And they found Puig, man. Like, at, you, do you know how he like escaped and everything? Like how how oh dude, I'll send you the link because it's a long. Wait like, wait, wait, wait 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 How he escaped from uh from from Mexico over here or from Cuba to Mexico? Everything. There's a whole fucking story. I can't. I know even, how. It, I know how. I know how he got to the United States. I just okay. don't know his story from uh, Cuba to to Mexico. Okay. Yeah. So from Cuba to Mexico, dude was. I'll send you the link because it's like a oh, dope, dope, it's like dope. a long ass story that uh, <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, dude, thank you so much for doing this, man. I appreciate oh, thank you, it. Thank you, man. Uh, follow Alfred. When, when I get back, we got to go to a game before the season's over, dude. Fuck yeah, bro. And keep yeah. your positive energy, bro. Keep yeah. feeling it, bro. And we'll link up soon, brother. Yes. Thank you, man. Uh, hang on for one second, okay? All right. All right.